my god. This song just hits. I, I just I just love it. Especially when the beat drops. It, it's just so good. It's coming. for a special midweek episode GMR Zone we're working on a couple of things people we've got GMR Zone DLC coming up it's going to be a new midweek episode plus we're actually going to be releasing all of Troy's interviews we're going to do previews of them on the main GMR Zone podcast and then we're going to release an entire separate episode where it's just the full uncut uncensored interview that Troy does I feel that Troy deserves that. He's he's put in so much work with these interviews. He deserves to have his own midweek episode for sure. And you guys are going to hear him and No Limbs. We're going to link to all of No Limbs media. No Limbs is Todd nicely. We're going to link his Twitter and his Twitch. And it's just such a great interview. You've got to hear the whole thing, folks. All right, so let's get to it. Without further ado, here's Troy and Todd Nicely. Take it away. Hey, guys. Welcome to the GMR Zone podcast. My name is Troy, and I'm one of the mods in the Telegram voice chat slash general chat for GMR. I'm here today with Todd Nicely, a.k.a. No Limbs 0311. How you doing today, Todd? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Man, chipper, chipper as hell in a nice uh, 8.44 in the morning. How about yourself? What time uh, is it well, there? You know, what, it, here it's uh, 5.44 p.m., but, you know, one day above the soil is another better day than below the dirt. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So, yeah, you're my first guest on uh, the podcast today. So. And, and I'm absolutely honored to be the first guest. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, just to give you guys a bit of a heads up, we've had a couple of de- technical difficulties in the previous uh, versions of this podcast, but this is going to be the final cut, hopefully. Um, so yeah, Todd, how about you give us a bit of an intro and you know about yourself and how you got into streaming and all that sort of stuff? Well, uh, my name is Todd Nicely. Um, For those of you who are interested, you can always look that up on Google. There's a lot more information about who I am. There's pages of it, which I'm not kind of bragging, but, you know, I I never thought that my name would be a Google search engine where you could halfway type it in and it show up. But um, I got into gaming shortly after I was injured in Afghanistan and uh, I was approached by a organization called Warfighters Engaged and they built me a special rig that allowed me to be able to play video games again even though I was missing my arms and my fingers and my hands and my legs you know you get the, the drift on that but I always played but I'd never you know my brother-in-law came over one day and was like man you should stream and I was like I don't know if I should stream or not people don't want to watch me play I suck and he's like no people would be interested in the way that you actually play and he's like you don't really suck you just need to get practice a little more and I was like okay so I've been doing that a lot lately and I'm getting a little better but it's just kind of fun to uh, play Call of Duty and get a kill on someone who has fingers where I can say, I have no hands. <laughs> true. True. Um, no, that's, that's crazy to me. Like I've, I've watched some of your gameplay and it's admirable. Like you really kick ass. Uh, and I would offer to one V one you, but I don't want to get my ass beat by you, dude. So <laughs> I think you got that up on everyone. 
Oh, I've always thought about maybe, you know, doing an event where it's like, you know, a charity event, you know, and then people got to play the way I do and just see how well everyone would actually do. Man, that's that's a really good idea. Get get people to walk a mile in your shoes, so to speak. Um, And I I think people would have a lot more respect for how you play the game as well. Um, What what sort of games did you play in your childhood uh, when you were growing up and stuff like that, man? Uh, growing up, I had the the Nintendo, the regular Nintendo with the two buttons, and uh, I played like Tecmo Bowl and, of course, Mario Brothers, things like that. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil was a big one for me, but, you know, a lot of the competitive games, James Bond, Nintendo 64, I think actually <laughs> broke the mold for these player versus player games because we used to sit yeah. around and play 4v4 all night long on in, in 007. So, you know, the way that, games are advancing nowadays. I think when I look back at all the older ones that I used to play, I'm like, man, how did we even play like this? But you know, ignorance yeah. is bliss. So man, you can't hate me. I used to always go odd job cause he was slightly odd smaller. Job. Yeah, see, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's the only way I can run and shoot me in the kneecaps. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But, um, no. So like, what would you say some of your major influences have been throughout your whole lifetime so far? Um, some of the major influences of the movie Saving Private Ryan is a big one. That's one yeah. the one that made me really want to join the military. Um, you know, growing up, I played a lot of sports. So people like Barry Sanders, I was a running back. You know, I kind of looked up to him. And I'm more of a person that, you know, I when I don't really idolize someone. I just study what they do and how they do it. So that way I can not emulate it, but make it a part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any streamers or YouTubers that you like sort of try to copy slash take inspiration from? Um, I don't really have any of those. Um, I do follow a lot of the people that follow me back because I, I like to see how they play because everyone has a different style. Yeah. And so being able to watch someone play the way they play and how they they take on a situation gives me ideas on, you know, different ways that I could be doing things. So there's not really a favorite one cause I'm all new to the streaming stuff. So, you know, YouTube and, and uh, Twitch, I've only been on this for like six months, but you know, I'm starting to find a lot of guys I like to watch or just go support. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. So I understand that your brother or your stepbrother, sorry, or brother-in-law. Oh, my that's brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, sorry. Yeah, that's your wife's brother, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. He helped you uh, sort of set up your streaming um, aspect of things. Uh, you know, I feel that that's a really big accomplishment um, for him. But to make it so you can easily just click a button and you're ready to stream, how do you find that? Like, is that easy for you to understand and sort of work through? Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's just clicking a button. So, you know, anytime I have technical errors, I start getting frustrated and I want to be able to fix it myself, but I, I really yeah. can't. I mean, I've, I've been dabbling in it a little bit, but when I get on the, com- when I get on the computer, like I go straight to gaming, I, I don't even take the time to dabble in it. Cause I'm afraid I'm going to press the wrong button and ruin something. So yeah, I try to stay away from the uh, setting up of the Twitch and stuff, but the fact that he set that up for me and there was a couple other people in the backgrounds like tricky and the pulse organization, but a lot of them, you know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be sitting here doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. How did you end up getting involved with team pulse? If you don't mind me asking. 
Um, that was through my brother-in-law once again. Um, he hooked me up with Miss Kayla, who's one of the owners of, well, at the time it was Team Lethal, but I'm not going to get into that because I don't know <laughs> the aspects of it. I was yeah. I was new at the beginning there. So I just kind of followed over to Team Pulse. And ever since then, I've gotten great support from them and uh, also from GMR Gaming. Uh, they came in and they've rated me a few times with 39, 40 people. And it's like, holy crap, the support that I'm getting here is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell me about like some of the work that went into the, um, warfighter apparatus or the gaming rig that you've got set up for yourself? Uh, yeah. Um, so the apparatus that I have right now that was built by warfighters engaged, which is a great organization. They build, uh, rigs for injured veterans and things like that. Yeah. Um, I use my left leg for the LB LT buttons. If yep. this is on an Xbox controller and then I use my right leg for the, uh, RT LT buttons. So I aim with my left leg, shoot with my right leg. And then they mounted joysticks on a desktop to where I can use my left arm for one joystick and my right elbow for another joystick. And then above that, I have an arcade style, um, layout for my buttons so they're a lot bigger than they would be on a regular controller um if anyone's ever really interested in seeing what it looks like you can go to my tiktok and it's no limbs 0311 but it shows an overlap over round overview of me playing yeah how, how does your um wife um feel about you being basically a celebrity uh, well, she kind of, I'm not really a celebrity, but, um, you know, a lot of people know who I am back here in the States anyway, from, I'm one of only five surviving quadruple amputees. So, yeah. you know, we get back and when I go somewhere, there's tends to be a lot of people that want to talk or ask me what happened. But, um, yeah. as far as playing video games all day, she said, as long as I'm making some kind of money doing it, she doesn't care. So, <laughs> That's good though. At least, at least you're able to do something you love and make yeah, a bit I of used, money from it. I used to tell her it was my job and she, at the very beginning before I hit affiliate. And she's like, you're not even making any money yet. It's not a job. I said, I'm an intern. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good way to look at it, especially with Twitch. Uh, I know that when you first started, you don't really get paid to do that sort of thing. It's sort of all off the cusp. Right. Yeah. So how, do, how, how would you say that, um, you know, why, why did you choose No Limbs as a gamer tag? Uh, I chose No Limbs, uh, obviously, because I was blown up in Afghanistan and lost a good portion of my body. All four of my limbs of, is missing some sort of piece to it. Um, yeah. But I had the gamer tag quad amputee and I locked myself out of it because I stopped playing for a while and couldn't remember the password. So they wouldn't let me have that one back. So I had to come up with something more clever. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And, and 0311 is the uh, infantry MOS for the United States Marine Corps. So yeah, that's, that's really cool, man. I know uh, Australians uh, or the Australian army has ECN three, four, three, uh, that's the infantry's uh, little code there. But yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it for today, man. I'm so happy that you came onto the podcast, uh, Todd. Oh, like, were- I, like I said, I appreciate me being the first one and <laughs> us getting to work through some of this together here. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a bit of a bit of a hell uh, getting this sorted. But no, again, man, thank you very much for coming on and taking the time out of your day to um, sort of speak to the community and give people a bit of a heads up about who you sort of are and how you sort of came about. Oh, no worries. Like I said, I appreciate it. And 
you know, once I get on my road to a hundred, we'll have to do it again. Once I hit a hundred. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're on the journey to, um, uh, to a hundred victories. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But yeah, that, that pretty much sums up the podcast, um, segment now, but, um, yeah, we'll just have a bit of a chat and just hang out. But I, I know that, uh, uh, it's called the purple heart when you're injured and you're sent back from deployment, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, the purple heart is one of the high, it's given to any Marine soldier or service member that has given blood for their country or in a combat zone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine how much respect you have from your fellow Marines, um, regarding everything that you've been through and the journey you've taken to get to this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I spent a month and a, a year and a half in the hospital. So, uh, it's a lot of rehab or things mm. like that to uh, overcome the adversity of not having hands. I still haven't even learned how to really do a lot of things yet. I'm I'm basically just 11 years old right now trying to figure out how to work all this stuff. So, Man, I, I could see you being an inspiration to so many veterans, um, not just physically, but mentally as well. Like the amount of emotional fortitude it has to overcome injuries such as yours is infinite. And I, and I watched a stream where you were talking about like some of the comments that people have made to you. And it, it honestly fucking boiled my blood um, that people had the audacity to say those things to you. And it was disgusting in my opinion. And how you dealt with it was, I feel really, really powerful. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, in any type of line of work or whatever you do, you're always going to have the negative people and there's always going to be people that have something to say, but you know, you got to take the good with the bad and, Usually there's a lot more good, but the way I look at it is, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit that if in this situation, you kind of, you have to do what you have to do to live and survive. And you can either be crabby about it or you can be happy about it, but you're still going to do what you have to do to survive. And, you know, I try to be as happy as I can because there's no point in being angry about it. It's, it's happened. It's over. Mm. And, you know, the only thing you can do is move on and try to enjoy what little time you have left on this earth. Yeah, 100%. Uh, if you could give like a younger version of yourself some advice, say 18-year-old Todd, some advice, what, what would you say to him? Um, I don't know. I would say to him, you're going to come across some rough times in your life. Uh, try not to make as many mistakes as you did, but always stay positive. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's funny how life sort of unfolds and, uh, things sort of, you know, get thrown your way and you just have to deal with them. Oh yeah. I mean, I got dealt to, this is my, I, and I never try to put my injuries or my life struggles on anybody else or say mine or worse, because you never know what anybody's going through in any certain day. And mm. You know, just because I'm having a hard day because of my situation doesn't mean that someone I come in across or something didn't lose their whole family in a car accident or, you know, something tragic hasn't happened in their life. It's just the cards that were dealt in life and you just have to play those cards. Yeah, no, that's, that's fucking powerful, man. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. You never really know what uh, other people are going through. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's not ideal to compare trauma in a sense, because what could be life changing for one person may just be like a little drop in the teacup for another, if that makes sense. 
Oh yeah. And I mean, it all depends. Like I said, everyone's got their own struggles in life. It's just how we come together to help each other get out of those struggles. And I've always said the term, you know, I, I tend to dig myself into some holes every now and then. And I always like to think that if I come out a better person and rise above those ashes and a better person, then I've learned something out of it. Then yeah, it was all worth the mistake that I made. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's the, that's pretty much the key sort of thing for life is, um, you know, you're going to fall over and you're going to make mistakes. It's how you get back up and dust yourself off that, uh, changes you to be a better person from those mistakes. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah, totally. No, man, you're an actual inspiration to myself. And I I know, um, most of my buddies are going to be stoked that I had the opportunity to speak to someone, um, especially yourself, Todd, um, given the situation and, you know, your service record and such, uh, because most of my buddies are ex army as well. Um, Afghan vets, and, you know, they've gone through the struggles of post-traumatic stress disorder, um, coming out of the military, not really knowing their place in the civilian world. And I think it's just, it's, it's amazing that you found like a little niche that makes you happy and, and gives you, you know, that joy, that spark. Oh yeah. I, I, and I remember those struggles of not feeling like I fit in. I mean, I still have them, mm. you know, but it's just nice having a little piece of, of enjoyment. Like you said that, you know, no matter how my day's going, I got my family, my health, and just something to look forward to. I've got a little baby boy that I just had. And so, you know, no matter how bad you think life gets, and I try to tell this to everyone because I tried shooting myself in 2016 in the heart. Jeez, and I man. actually hit it, but um, I survived that too. And, and no matter how bad you think it is, someone out there is depending on you and mm someone, someone is depending on you, no matter if you believe it or not, there's that one person that somewhere down the line is depending on you. So do not give up on yourself. Yeah. Well, that's really powerful stuff, man. And, um, obviously everything happens for a reason. And, uh, like I said, you're an inspiration to not just myself, but I could guarantee to thousands, if not millions of people, um, that look for a purpose in life. And, whether it be you playing Warzone trying to get a hundred victories or whether it be you, um, you know, just enjoying life to the fullest. Um, I think that that in itself speaks volumes for the person that you've become and the person that you are. Yeah. I mean, I, I, people are always asking me why I don't do motivational speaking and things like that. And I'm like, because Mm -hmm. I'm busy, I'm busy living the life that I want to. And I'll post, you know, cause I got a boat and things like that. And I go out and I do adventure stuff still. So it's like, I'll post all that. And then there's your motivational speaking there, right there. If you're going to see it, like if that guy can do that, what, what can I do? You know? Yeah. No, that's, it's insanely powerful words. And, um, I, I can't thank you enough, Todd, for jumping on and joining me, um, for this episode of the GMR podcast. Um, for anyone that wants to check out Todd's content, um, feel free to go to twitch.tv slash no limbs zero three one one. And he predominantly streams uh, Call of Duty Warzone and he's currently on the road to 100 victories. Absolute inspiration. Thanks for coming on, Todd. Oh, no worries, man. I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, day over there, not over there in the future. <laughs> true, true. Awesome, man.
What an awesome story. Todd Nicely, Nolim0311. We're going to link his Twitter and his Twitch. And I want to thank Troy for the amazing amount of work he's putting in all the time, getting all of these interviews amassed. It's actually why we decided to change things up a little bit. We were going to do just GMR Zone and then GMR Zone DLC, where we were going to, the first half of the DLC was going to be Troy's interview. But I feel he, he just deserves an entire spot to himself. So we're going to do GMR Zone, then we're going to do Troy's interviews, and then we're going to do GMR Zone DLC. Three shows pretty soon, per week, giving you a lot of content to fill your day with. Anyway, that's all for today, and we'll catch you guys uh, soon. 